Today's episode of Magic Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Why don't folks name that boy that after name? No one from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until this you left hand side. Right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now. Somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Magic Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 145. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali. Still coming to you live, live, ish, live, 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 kind of live like, live adjacent. Anyway, we alive. I'm alive. We all alive. It's 9 06 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here in TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another pillowcase production. Uh, this week, uh, we didn't have any shows. We just caught up on some good old-fashioned shit. Uh, we just worked on some shit. Uh, and I put out an album I can tell you all about. Um, and it's a lot of news. A lot of news. So, this should be a nice full episode. And this has been a lot of ado. So, let's just get right on into it. said um i didn't do we didn't do a whole lot we, we did some creative shit we caught up on some old good movies office space if you have not seen office space which i really i really don't expect any melmos to be listening to this that has not watched office space but then again maybe you didn't maybe you didn't maybe you overlooked it maybe you heard it was good maybe you meant to get around to it jill hadn't she wasn't really familiar with it um, it is from like 94 and I get it but man we watch it again it ain't nothing like watching a certified classic with somebody for the first time and just getting to experience their joy and reliving your joy And oh man it was nice we watched Office Space that was for sure the highlight of the weekend I don't even remember whatever else we did you know the typical shit shopping uh working you know editing creating but 
man, office space. That was the highlight of the weekend. Um, and the album, like I teased at the beginning, uh, put out an album, and it's not like a, it's not like a, let me see, how can I put this? It's not a profitable album, because I just put it on SoundCloud, so it's just an album for for y'all to listen to right quick. So, like, when I do put out a profitable album, expect those jokes to be, some of those jokes to be on there. Um, like, when I do a special, because that album, this album that's out now is just like a, it's just like, um, I had a good, a really good time at the show I did, Popular Kids Club. Shout out to Popular Kids Club. And it was at Permanent Records. And Permanent Records is like this staple, historic record store out here and um like matter of fact that same night fred armerson was doing covers i guess he does cover band type shit and he was there that night so we had two crowds we had the fred armerson crowd and then we had the comedy crowd it was a good it was just people everywhere it was packed and it was a technical difficulty i believe i mentioned it Last week was a technical difficulty that I had. I had fun with with the people, and I had posted a clip on my Instagram. And I hope y'all following me, uh, Melmos. If not, new Melmos. However, uh, next Great Ali on Instagram, and I had posted a clip from it. And I was like, you know what? I might just put this out as an album. As I did that before on SoundCloud. Shout out to Live from uh, Pacific, Pan Pacific Park. And I put that out in 2020. And that was like my first really good time on stage during the pandemic or post-pandemic or whatever. It was during, I think. And technically, it was during. So that was a pandemic special. And so I guess this is my first post-pandemic special and it's just you know it was like i said a really good time decided to put it out for the people go check it out um whatever you listen to this on i don't think you listen to this on soundcloud i don't think but uh that's definitely on soundcloud um what else happened i was listening to a podcast about um the first incubator and somehow they talked about they didn't talk about this on the Sideshow podcast I was listening to, but they talked about it on this Incubator podcast. That was its own Sideshow at one point. Just people would just walk, and this dude had all these incubators. The doctor who was trying to get incubators, you know, into the hospitals. So they didn't, you know, people, the hospital people, the medical people were like, oh, this crazy motherfucker want to put these half dead babies in these little boxes. And so people would be like, I want to see them. And next thing you know, like these babies was getting healthy and surviving. And so after like 20 years of this, <laughs> not the first year, not the first month, they they was real hesitant to, to buy this bullshit. And they're like, oh, hold on, man. So this dude is growing these babies in these boxes? For real? Fuck it. Put it in the hospital. And I guess the shit worked. But it took that long. But until then, people was just walking up and checking it out. Like, y'all want to go look at the babies in the boxes? Like, we just went last week. I know, but they get bigger every time you go. Like, it's a whole new exhibit every week. Like, we should go. And so, that was pretty dope. Um, And speaking of babies, the opposite, another dude I, I heard, I learned about this dude started a cult. And it was based on a vision he had. They always based on a vision. Some name he picked, Koresh. I imagine that's what David Koresh got. So anyway, so he had this vision from the female god and told him about how the earth was from the inside out. And it was it was it was some shit. And he got people to believe it. But unlike any other cult in cult history, I'm talking about this was a a, a groundbreaking cult like a like a the most rare unique cult leader in the history of cults 
a motherfucking celibate cult. Ain't that a bitch? The whole cult was based on celibacy. So, every other cult, that's the whole reason these dudes do this shit, is to, to be able to fuck all of the women at the cult. He like, nah, man, no. Our cult is different. We ain't, we ain't doing a whole bunch of fucking. So, when the cult died out, the cult died out. Because there was nobody to pass the values and there wasn't no kids to tell about the cult to carry on the legacy. So, like, it was the shortest lived cult ever. But, you know, one and done. I guess I guess they got so many ways, to, so many things to be proud of. Like, so many firsts. So, shout out to that cult, man. They ain't kill nobody. Ain't even, they weren't even doing no unnecessary fucking. So they definitely wasn't killing. So shout out to them, man. That's not that I would be down with the cult, but I mean I can't be down with no fucking. Now, now if the cult leader said we don't even gonna fuck our own wives, that's one thing. But can nobody fuck nobody else? Like ain't nobody fucking? Nah. I'm, how did you recruit people to this? What type of incel heaven is this? Haven? It would be a haven at that point. It would be an incel haven. Which would be like heaven. Alright. I was right. Either way. Potato, potato. Um, I was talking. I wasn't talking about it, but a co-worker brought it up to me. And he said, What do blind... What do you think blind people use for porn? And, you know, it was an honest question because he's not a comedian. He's not even, you know, try. he's not even the, the funny guy at work. Like, none of that shit. He was dead serious. I'm like, fuck. That's a good question. I wrote that shit down. Obviously, we talking about it now. And, hmm. I imagine you don't really need a visual on some, on, on, like, the only thing I can think of is, you know, a lot of times you fucking in the dark, eating pussy with your eyes closed, all that shit. So I mean, you really don't need no visual. It's all about the sound. So I guess I imagine blind people just can't. They, you know, that's the biggest difference. Like regular people can watch porn in a house full of people. And not, you know, not, you know, they don't need no sound. If that's all, if that's all it takes, I can, you know. But you can't really. Can't use no, well, I guess you can use the headphones. All right. All right. Never mind. But yeah, that that's the only difference. That's the only difference. It's sound. You don't really need to. You don't really need to see. I'm, I'm going to bring that back up to him. Next time I see him. Figure that out. Just like that. Um, yeah. That's it. I, w- I wanted to last week. Uh, where that happened? So it's always something. Like this week. Okay, fuck last week. This week. The whole... Um, and this is this would technically be news. But since I'm not really going to delve into it, it's not news. But the whole Caitlin Clark and... Um, What's the LSU girl name? The LSU girl. Getting into it because, you know, the one girl did the one thing and the other girl did the same thing. And even the girl, the, the Caitlin Clark, the girl, she even said, well, I don't understand why everybody's so mad, you know, basketball. But they made it racial when they made it into a, you know, the white girl gets celebrated for doing it, the black girl. Gets. And then it's like, I was thinking... When I I don't talk about racial issues on this podcast for a reason. This is supposed to be a light-hearted podcast. Like I'm telling y'all fucked up shit, but in a light-hearted way. And there's really no way for me to talk about racial shit 
lightheartedly. So I just don't talk about it. That shit piss me off. Okay, like I can tell y'all, I, I hate German Shepherds. I can say it lightheartedly, but I I really do hate German Shepherds because of, oh man, <laughs> y'all gonna say, oh man, just because they was, yes, yes, one reason is because they were the main dog in used to attack black people in riots. That's number one. And number two, they the main dog that came in the fucking house when the house got raided when I was little. Looking like fucking American werewolf in London. So yes, fuck a German Shepherd. But anyway, um, I just don't talk about that kind of shit on this podcast. So, that's why. That's why I find the most obscure shit to talk about to so I can keep it light. Now if I can go if I go on somebody else's podcast and talk some serious shit, then yeah, I'll tell y'all about it. I will come on here and say, Melmos, y'all should hear me on so and so podcast talking about this. And so far I ain't. But um if that day comes I ain't even gonna say when, cause I'm I don't know I'm I'm going on my podcast, I got my own podcast. But if that day comes, you know, I'll be like, man, check me out on so and so talking about politics, talking about race, talking about inequality, talking about systemic racism, talking about slavery, talking about Jim Crow, talking about Reconstruction. But other than that. I'm going to tell y'all about blind people and what they do when it comes to porn. All right, let's get into some news. So, K.I., what's your relationship status today? I mean, you can see, man, my relationship status, man. These my queens, these my beautiful girls right here, man. These are the girls that hold me down. They take care of me. They do everything for me, man. They eat my butt. All of them. They eat my butt. Back to back. Sometimes together, sometimes they take turns. They the ones who make me feel like the king that I am. You understand what I'm saying? Without them, I wouldn't be nothing. For sure. Yeah. So how do you know if a woman is worthy of eating your butt? Yeah, well, the only way I can know that you're worthy of eating my butt is, is by... The way, the way you treat me. Before you can even be able to eat my butt, you understand what I'm saying? You gotta cater to me. You gotta, you gotta show me that you're willing to sacrifice for me. You gotta show me that you love me. You gotta show me that you're gonna put work in for me, that you're gonna ride for me, that you're gonna be loyal to me, that you're gonna be faithful to me. And once you show me all of these things, then I will allow you to eat my butt. But that's the only way you can give me booty head. Cause you ain't giving me no booty head if you ain't a real rider. If you if you don't show me that you ready to ride or die by me, you cannot give me no booty head. Straight up. Straight up. And so moving on tonight is we have to tell you also, you know, like other news that's happening in the area and across the, you know, the area. All right, before we get into the news portion of the show, I just want to remind everybody that this segment of the podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink. And the good people over at the Preserve Pot Academy, where they're trying to teach you how to get the most out of that bag. Lesson number one being, do not throw those roaches away. Those are not cigarette butts. It's weed in there. Speaking of roaches, I did use three roaches to fill out this Mildred I am currently smoking. Nothing like a good old fashioned reweeded Meldrick. Alright. Like I said at the beginning, the very beginning. It's a whole lot of news. So um on the heels of the school shootings. They trying to do something about it other than you know raise their kids right. Okay, Satan. Say you do all the raising you can. And this motherfucker still decide to shoot up the school. Alright, now we're here. They got some 
they got some safety measures in place now in school. Uh, man, I hate to go to school right now. If you got to go to school and they got a fucking bunker, like a, a makeshift temporary bumper bunker that you got to unfold in the corner of the room and then hurry up and get in there and hope you don't get shot in case the motherfucker come through the, the front door. You would think it would be easier just to put like a big metal door that can slide over the regular door. But no. They got a big giant two metal ass walls that you gotta pull out to form like a L shape that make base with the other wall and the other two corner the other corner you gonna have, you know, a nice wall, a nice little room. But you gotta do by the time you do all that, man, the dude came in there and you trying to pull that shit, and now you done got shot. So, I don't know if that's going to work. And in another school, they got yellow buckets that can be converted into toilets. And the buckets got uh, toilet t- paper and some water. And he say, like, it's a survival bucket in case you got to be in there for a couple days. Like, in a hostage situation, you had you somewhere to shit. And all that. Just to go to school. And you would think. Between all these school shootings. It is like. All the way up until the pandemic. In 2021. Where motherfuckers was doing homeschooling. That was the only. That really was the only way. To keep these motherfuckers. From shooting up to school. Is to keep them at home. I don't know the numbers, but I'm sure since school didn't been back in, school, school didn't been back in, it'd have been at least, let's just say 50 shootings that would have been avoided if these motherfuckers were still at home. So, y'all doing all these safety precautions and all this shit, just fucking go back home. We got Zoom is a thing. We got Google. Between Google and Zoom, do we even really need a a school building? Are you kidding me? I wish I would send my kids to school. If if they got to go to school in in a classroom with a fucking school shooting safety bunker. A pop-up bunker in that bitch. A restaurant owner got caught with cameras pointed at the urinals for a change so usually they do these they catch these type of creeps in the women's bathroom with cameras and all this shit so but he was very he was very specific at what he was trying to see and so yeah had a point at the urinals which it's still it's still sexual harassment and it's fucked up because like as a dude you would hate to think that man you mean to tell me i've been going to that bathroom and somebody been looking at my dick the whole time you would be less mad that somebody was looking at your dick than the point that they was looking at your flaccid dick. It's like, man, you at least want to get a good representation of me. Catch me fucking or something. Have a camera on me fucking. Hmm, camera on me pissing? That's a very specific fetish. You like, you like to get off on soft dicks pissing at the urinal? All right, all right, you weird ass very specific creep going to jail um some other dudes going to jail for stealing used cooking oil siphoning it at that not even it's one thing to just get caught running away with buckets full of you know old ass wesson but you fucking you get caught Sucking the shit out of some shit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What, what are they doing? They, I forgot what they was gonna use to use cooking oil for, but it was something profitable. And I, at that, at that, I'm not mad at them, cause everybody don't know that used cooking oil is profitable. These motherfuckers found a loophole in the game. That is some. You you hear about motherfuckers getting caught stealing weird shit and smuggling all type of shit. And all type of it's like somebody they do they have a market for this shit. So 
They wasn't just risking jail just to to replace the grease that was on the stove from Big Mama. Nah, they ain't got a Nah. They had a hustle in mind. So I don't know if I, I'm not even mad that they got caught. I'm mad that I wasn't in on it. I wanna know I wanna get it on the used cooking oil hustle. Shit, hit me up next time. Might not get caught. I might know a way. Whataburger is trying to be like on some Chick-fil-A shit and they uh, or just decent human beings however you want to look at it they spotted uh, an old dude and a young girl sitting together and they noticed that the young girl wasn't too comfortable so they like that shit this don't look like no daughter no grandpa granddaughter shit this look like some not even no weird uncle knee shit this look like some this look like some other shit like this look like we should say something type shit that's what you know so shout out to them cause if they would've went to like McDonald's or Burger King or one of them other places where the the, the employee morale is ain't shit you know that dude would've got away with this creep turned out he was coaxing the girl and trying to you know, she was underage. He was trying. He hadn't done nothing yet, but he was on his way to doing some shit. He, they, they saved her. But they'd have been in and out. That shit, they'd have been in and out. So, and he would have been in. All right. Should have just stopped at the last pun. Mm. Y'all remember Martha Reeves? I, I, I don't remember her. Per se, but I know the name. I know she was a a Motown lady, and I read a story say she trying to come up with fifty five thousand dollars to get her a star on the motherfucking Hollywood Walk of Fame. At first, I was like, "Why you even want a, a fucking star if you gotta pay for it? That's fucking stupid." I, when I found out you had to pay for it, it's just like kind of. You know, kind of blemish the shine of it. Like, uh You got a star, yeah, but you... You mostly had the money. That And that's where... If you walking up in Hollywood Boulevard... You're like, who the fuck is... Is Burt Jones? Like, who the fuck... Like, who's all these random motherfuckers? Because they had... To, they had the 55,000. So, it's like... That's on the one hand. On the other hand, I'm like... That's smart as shit. She like... I want to be on a star. But I will be damned if I pay for it. So... Fans, uh, revets, whatever the fuck my fans call, get this 55k up if y'all want me on this fucking star. Here's the link. So, shout out to her. Uh, over here, you know, people go, you got sperm banks and blood banks, and they got all type of. I imagine it's easier to donate blood than it is sperm because they got all type of forms and background checks and questions and all this type of shit you gotta ask. But I guess in the Netherlands they don't, they don't, you know, the, the background check is not as extensive. So they like shit. Um, are you in jail right now? Uh, okay, okay, obviously, no, you here. Um, uh, what else do we need to know? Um. Oh, do you have AIDS or anything? No, okay, no, no terminal diseases. Um, he's not in jail. Uh, well, you know what? I I think that's about it. I think that's all we that's all we need from you. Here's a cup. Uh, go to room thirteen. I believe is open. Uh, knock first. Uh, there's magazines and uh, DVDs, whatever you need. Um. Or you get your phone, whatever you, whatever you need to do. Uh, you're allowed to have your own phone. Uh, uh, just bring the cup back um, as full as you can. And this guy did that uh, 550 times. And apparently he found a way around the loophole that said you only can do that 25 times. Like, after 25 times, we can't buy no more of your nut. Simply because... If twenty five, if 
25 people, that's already risking. You, you, we already risking the whole town, you know, full of you. Now you, if 550 women get pregnant, we for sure about to have a bunch of a bunch of incest issues. They ain't gonna know it off top, but they gonna they gonna be fucking, and they gonna all realize they got the same father. So, so I don't know. Um, we got to do something about that. So they gonna sue them. What the fuck? What's that gonna do? The baby's out here. The baby's out here. So the the best thing they could do at this point is hope and pray that all these motherfuckers go away to college. Like far away. To different all five hundred of these motherfuckers go to five hundred different five hundred and fifty different colleges and cities and states and areas of the world. Because otherwise, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of uh half brother, half sister baby. So what, if you have brother and the half sister have a baby, what does that make the baby? F- other than fucked up. Anyway, um, that Hasbulla dude that everybody love, which again another little tiny dude who don't have any discernible talent other than being a little tiny dude, and uh, he always trying to fight. I do, I do know that. That's how I got aware to him. He was fighting another little tiny dude. And somehow, this little tiny dude didn't blew up more than the other little tiny dude when they both the same exact thing. I guess they they figured we only need one of these. So y'all decide which one is going to get to go forward from here. But we not. This is it. Like, we can't. We're not about to keep doing this famous just because you small shit and now it's starting to backfire because now they got video of him bopping the cat on top of the head and pulling the ear and and so they like you know you know you can't fuck with no animals over here it's mostly dogs because dogs get more obedient than cats so people tend to like their dog more cats do their own thing but still you can't just like fuck up cats it's even a, a series called don't fuck with cats. Like, you can't fuck with cats. That's it. So now they they mad the little dude. So maybe that's it for him. Which I'm not mad at. Because like I said. What does he do other than be a little dude? Like, he don't rap, sing, act, dance. Play the piano. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why do we know who he is? Why does he get to sit and talk to Mike Tyson? And he don't even know English. So like what the fuck? Why is him and the translator talking to Mike Tyson? What what has he accomplished other than being a little dude? You know how I many other little dudes is walking around LA like what the fuck? I can dance, I can write scripts, I'm American. Like what the fuck is going on? So I don't know man. Shout out to the little dudes that's still trying to get on and motherfuckers like Hasbulla is beating up cats. And taking all the shine. I wish Hasbro would have been at this Chris Brown concert to beat the fuck out of this dude who was trying to snatch a fucking t-shirt. Like Chris Brown and took the shirt off and threw it in the crowd and the dude and the girl and caught it at the same time. And he is arguing and trying to bogart and take the shirt and trying to nearly stop and then he just trying cause she won't let go no more than he will and then he's trying to just ration with her and I figured maybe I don't know if he a fan or an investor because if either way like split them literally split it in half just tear it and you get Whatever piece that you can you can have in your hand, and I get the rest or whatever the fuck. It's still gonna be able to. You will still be able to sell it, especially with the video. Like everybody see that he just took the shirt off and I tore it. Here's the shirt. I still want fifteen hundred for the shirt for the t-shirt or whatever the fuck. So that could have been a win-win for everybody. I, to be fair, I don't know how the video ended or how the situation ended because the video stopped. So. Maybe they did tear that bitch in half. It's just a sweaty white t-shirt. Probably hangs. 
still got caught stealing food. Not now. Last week I was talking about um, if they ever start a, you know, a loot or smash and grab type situation at the grocery store, I might have to join in. If it's not like a complete chaos outside the grocery store at the same time, you know, if it's just like one isolated incident at the store and I just happen to be there like yeah I'm gonna yeah, go ahead and walk out with these Cheerios or whatnot. but I wouldn't advocate just stealing food like stealing food unless you are hungry and homeless then it's like okay like you gotta at least go for it like I you gotta go for it but you also gotta know you can't over you can't be greedy especially if you stealing you have to steal just enough to survive not steal like enough to be gluttonous this motherfucker got caught stealing at the grocery store I don't know who saw him but somebody saw him pretty sure it wasn't hard to spot a dude with a book bag that's just not full when he come in and then that's busting at the seams when he leaving out that's like pretty conspicuous you know so they tell him they stop him this motherfucker had like a 10 piece fried chicken loose loose 10 piece of fried chicken and hella candy like like he went to the candy aisle and got I don't know if it's just like it's not Halloween time clearly so it's just but it was Halloween bags of candy of particularly Snickers and he had so like yeah that's what was his his bag was more full with Snickers than chicken like it was the chicken don't get me wrong the 10 piece took up a bunch of room and they they making them dump the chicken out on the floor and all this shit. Because you didn't empty your bag, you empty in your bag. So, when they saw the chicken was in there, they should have just been like, you know, you can you, you go into jail, but you can keep it. You know, it's, it's loose chicken. You could take the Kit Kats back. What would you want to do with that loose chicken that's on the on the ground? Now you're just about to throw away all that chicken, and out of spite, like you are, he already going to jail. Let him keep the chicken. But yeah, that candy shit. He need he need to go to jail. Take trying to take all that candy. They doing him a favor. You already homeless. Now you gonna have diabetes too. Now you, and you homeless. How you gonna get your fucking insulin and all this type of shit? So they did you a favor. Keep telling motherfuckers to stay off of these carnivals, off of these carnival rides. And time after time after time, motherfuckers don't listen. See, they sliding down the little swing things, is slamming motherfuckers into shit. Now, I don't know what the fuck this was, like a. Uh, what the fuck was this ride? It's one of those super swing set things, or like a zip line. Or not the zip line, like the high line thing that just like carry the cars and this motherfucker is leaning off of the foundation and a whole bunch of people on the ground trying to push this motherfucker up. I don't know the video wasn't long enough to see how long they had to stand and hold this motherfucker up. I imagine somebody ran and go get a ladder or something else to prop this motherfucker up because we can't just be holding this shit up. And I, I guarantee when them motherfuckers got down, 20 minutes later, some motherfuckers who had just got to the park was right back up on that shit. If not that night, that next day. Because that carnival wasn't even there Thursday. Now it's here. Now we might as well ride all these rides that only took two hours to assemble. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Anybody that get fucked up on these rides, let me repeat it. Anybody that get fucked up on these carnival ass rides 
that's not even final destination type shit. That's just dumbass. You deserve whatever happens to you. I don't care if it's a broken arm or you fucking lose an arm. That's the fuck you get for getting on anything on the carnival that that is not on in on the ground. If you go to these bullshit carnivals, you better play the little games. You better throw some fucking tennis balls at some fucking bowling pins. The fuck is wrong with you? Getting on this bullshit that go in the air and spin around. And that shit made out of fucking thin ass tin. Tin. When was the last time you seen some shit made out of tin? With screws in it that you can unscrew with your own, like with with a butter knife. I'm supposed to have I'm supposed to have those one type of screws that you need a special drill bit. No, they got regular old screws holding this shit up, so they can fucking man get out of here. Lady left her kids with her boyfriend on some, you know boyfriend babysitter type shit which I don't know how you decide when you decide first of all most people take a long time to let the the motherfucking man or whatever the fuck the boyfriend meet the kids that take a whole lot right there so I don't know if she's fast forwarded the process or they had got to this point but she let this dude watch her kids confidently. So I'm just gonna give I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt that they done got to this point and they long enough in their relationship that she felt like, you know what? He can watch the kids. This motherfucking shot the kids. Because they talking about they arguing and fighting with each other. They four and five and seven and all this type of shit. But they arguing and fighting with each other. So his only solution is all this shit on the iPad, all these video games, there's a whole outside backyard, all that shit to get them to stop fussing and fighting. You decide, I'm just gonna shoot them. Because then that way I don't gotta hear shit. Ain't nothing else. They ain't gonna be out there bringing nothing. Which is true. I mean, it's gonna be real quiet if you shoot them, but that's gonna be the last bit of peace you gonna get. <laughs> you gonna jail for a long time, and then they gonna find out what you did, like rape and shooting babies. I'm pretty sure on the same level of disgust as far as the jail is concerned. So yeah, you going? It's going down, man. You going? You going like the judge told Eric Holder, man. You gonna have a miserable time in jail, miserable. But speaking of bad kids, um, <laughs> look at that transition. Uh, some kids in the juvenile hall—I forget the city—but they threatened to burn that motherfucker up and take uh, employees hostage and all type of shit if they didn't get no McDonald's. That's all it took. Not even Whataburger. But McDonald's. And that was it. And I mean, McDonald's do have that hold on kids. Even even juvenile delinquent kids. Like, they probably, you know, a good old fashioned Happy Meal or some shit like that. You know, take them, might keep them off the streets. You know, they, 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 they still want to be kids. They, they, that's why they want the McDonald's so bad. Now, if they was keeping that motherfucker, they was threatening to burn that motherfucker down because they wanted weed and liquor, then, you know, you got yourself a Lucasville situation. No, they just wanted some McDonald's. You make that happen. And that's cheap. That's a cheap ransom. Like, they ain't even asking for Chick-fil-A or Five Guys. They just want McDonald's. You can we can handle this hostage crisis for thirty eight dollars, man. Let me get the fuck out of here. Dude attacked the Uber driver because he took him to the wrong strip club. Like beat him over the head with some shit, and end up dying a little bit later. But like, but all over the 
the wrong strip club and that sound like overkill or just not even overkill that just sound unnecessary like why are you fighting a dude for taking he's an uber driver he might just put in the wrong address he won't charge you for the next trip so just put in the right trip was well, you that offended by the fucking strippers? Where did he, what type of strip club did he take you to that caused you to fucking hit him on the side of the head? Did he take you to a fucking uh, amputee strip club? Did he take you to a senior citizen strip club the first time? Like, what the fuck did you, where you thought you was going? Like, ain't they all the same? Like, he said strip club. Like, they got titties and shit. What the fuck? Well, he was mad as shit. And, no, and I guess in 2023, 20, uh, I got a fucking... Uh, put a disclaimer on that so sorry no offense to the to the uh amputee or elderly strippers out there who might even be one and the same but uh i'm just saying that's i imagine that's not the ideal strip club that somebody would want to go to if they say you know take me to the strip club that's you know i don't they probably ain't thinking about that one i'm I'm almost certain. Um, this story was like I don't know, I I remember reading some shit like this. Wives and husbands they come up with some of the most creative ways to humiliate each other. This time, the wife slapped the, the husband with a slice of pizza. Or some shit like that. And. You know. Got charged. Because you can't. You can't do that. You can't like. I I mean maybe if it was still a boyfriend girlfriend situation. You might be able to get away with that. But you can't hit your wife. Or your husband with like food. In the face. Like that shit hurt and it's hot. That's a double. So my shit gonna be swole and aching like how you going like fuck but then it reminded me of a story I read a long time ago that I had kind of buried in the back of my memory but this kind of re- brought it right back to the front a dude had slapped his wife with a pair of jeans and went to jail that he soaked and wasabi first do you know how mad you have to be to go and get enough wasabi sauce to have to, to make sure you have enough wasabi sauce in the pan or the bag or however you soak jeans? I don't I don't like I'm picturing a pan obviously, but a bag you might you might can soak some jeans in a big old bag on some like fish fry shit. How you put the fish in the Ziploc bag and shake that shit up. I don't know. I, I've never had this type of experience. I'm just I'm just winging it. Either way, you would just you would think the slapping with the jeans is enough humiliation. But it's like I'm gonna you just wait till I get finished soaking this shit here. You just wait till you I'ma slap the take. No matter of fact, I'm gonna slap the taste in your mouth alright and and switch it up a little bit and good news they added two new characters to the clue game well I don't know if they knew they did. okay yeah yeah cause it definitely wasn't two black folks or was it was there always two black folks on clue anyway well it's a black girl with a red dress so I imagine she had a red piece and it's a black dude with like a I wanna say I think that's a yellow outfit Either way, I just bring it up because I wonder if, like, did they add different weapons? Like, but then again, just because they black, they can't they can't make it even more obvious. Like, it'd be like, oh, it was Miss Red in the in the kitchen with the hot comb. Like, you're like, come on, man, that was too easy. That's not even a clue. You just just giving away the game at this point. Um, and the last thing, um, this was one of the most creative defenses I ever heard. If I was a judge, I would let her out. 
at least for like a month or so just for creativity and then i've been like all right I, you, you gotta go back to jail but just just for coming up with that i give you like an extra 30 30 days out but she told the judge i i shot that girl but i'm pregnant and my baby is innocent my baby didn't shoot nobody so my baby don't need to be in jail and since the baby is inside me and you can't separate me from the baby then uh you might as well let me out too like if she would have told me out I'd be like you know what I'm gonna okay I'm gonna let you out until you have a baby and then your dumb ass is coming back to jail for fucking attempted murder thank you but yeah, she. I get that was. I give her that much, man. I give her that much credit. She was thinking on her feet. She was thinking fast. Actually, no, that might not even been a fast thought. That might have been a. She might have had to come up with shit all night trying to come up with a reason. She probably couldn't even sleep before she come up with that. And then was excited to wake up and say it in court out loud. But uh, y'all love the generation. They don't want to work. They don't want to fucking learn. They don't want to do time. Do their time. They was assigned to do. <laughs> Appealing. And, man. 2023, man. It's 2023. I, I fucked at a funeral. What? This week on that time when I'm gonna talk about the time. And you know what? To preface it, I think I brought this up before, but I don't know. I was reminded again. But anyway, in ninth grade, might have been eighth. I can't remember. A long time ago. But let's just say ninth grade. Yeah, it was ninth grade. Darren. Yep, ninth grade. At lunchtime, they had the lunch. The lunch room was in the same room they had gym. I don't know why, but it was. So they would fold up the tables and let us play. Like halfway through the lunch, we have recess. You can go inside or stay in outside. If it was cold, obviously you wouldn't go outside. So during those months when it was cold, and because they didn't let us play basketball like on the hoops, we would play basketball on the side on a pipe that was like in the shape of a like a square, but it was square enough so you could it was high and square enough that you can aim a ball at it. And pretend that it was a basketball hoop, a rim. And I'll be damned we didn't have just as intense games on that pipe than we did on any other rim. Just like, I might as well throw this in there because I know I've talked about this before. Just like we used to do with those 
garbage cans and balled up pieces of paper that you had to pretend to dribble. And if you stopped your dribble, you could not pretend to dribble again. Or that was traveling. We were serious. We were sweating. We was arguing, keeping score, keeping records. I was like five and one against this guy, two and two against this guy, one and three against this guy. Like it was crazy. We was intense. I'm I'm cl- my eyes are closed, but y'all like I'm trying I'm I'm picturing that shit. You had to be there. I want I gotta call Tony. If we don't talk about nothing else, I gotta call him and, and ask him about this fucking I need to reminisce with him about this shit. Cause that was that was a time. So yeah, shout out to us loving basketball and being that creative at the same time to make those things happen. That time we played makeshift basketball. Byron told me they found out what the girl was stealing uh, people's food out the break room. They found out the hard way. Well, a customer found out the hard way. Like, she got this trick where, like, you can roll up the dollar bill like a funnel or a cone shape and then kind of, like, put it in her butt. It's, 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 I don't know how many strippers, how many strippers moves that is, but it's definitely a signature move, we thought. And apparently that was, like, that, you know, that, that prompted the, her bowels. Let's just say that. And, yeah, they... They found out who was stealing the food out of the break room. come to the end of the show um i hope it wasn't too long i did have a lot of news but i i think i got in there in a timely fashion um to my new melmos hope you enjoyed yourselves however you've heard about me appreciate it um hope you laughed hope you learned if you cried then i don't know what i said but my bad i guess um to everybody else thank you for the continued support uh, this was good. Um, and like I said, I know this was pretty long, so I'm going to let y'all get out of here. But before I do, you know there's always one more thing. I was riding past, and it hit me. Because I seen it. I was at the light, and I looked over. It was a very nice day. It was one of the first very nice days of the year it was at least it was at least 80 it was hot it was hot everybody had shorts it was it was nice typical nice California spring day right and I was at a light where each house across the street from each other and to either side of me both had swing sets in the front yard and 
It hit me. Buying swing sets is one of the dumbest, most wasteful purchases you can make as a parent, as a person. Because you you buy that swing set thinking that your kids are going to want to play on that swing set all of the time. So I'm going to save myself a drive to the park, which is probably not far. I'm going to save myself a, I don't know, three minute, five, seven minute drive every day. They feel like playing on the park. And I'm just going to buy them a swing set. I'm going to spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to put this swing set up. And these kids going to play with this shit 11 times. And ain't never gonna play on this shit again. I can't remember the last time. I get okay. I will admit it is a family on this street that got a swing set in the front yard. And sometimes I do see those kids. It's two small kids, and I do see them playing on it. But that's it. Of all, not that I ride around looking for kids on swing sets, but I never, ever, ever see kids on these fucking swing sets but I go to the park and I see them out the park that's because they only give a fuck about that shit if you almost make them give a fuck about it you gotta be like hey let's go to the park and they go oh okay other than that they don't give a fuck about no swing sets they playing video games and iPads and whatever the fuck Whatever the fuck on their phone. Singing, TikTok, dancing. They ain't playing no. They get all their exercises from TikTok. They don't need no fucking swings. That's all. It's just, it just, I don't know. It just, I was just like, man, please stop buying swing sets. I just had to get it off my chest. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna let y'all get out of here. And before I do, you know, I gotta give y'all some tips. Some 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 words of advice, some mantras, whatever the fuck how you wanna use them, just some shit to get by until next week or fucking tomorrow or the next ten seconds. I don't know, but listen, number one, count your blessings. All the shit you think you don't have, you probably don't. Ain't no think you don't. You can see that you don't have it, but you also can see the shit you do have. You can touch it. You can hold it. You can, you know, if it's a person that, whatever, you better cut. That's a, she a blessing. He or whatever. They a blessing. You better count your blessings. If you wake up tomorrow and something is gone, that wasn't gone, that was there when you went to sleep, you're going to be mad than a motherfucker. You fuck with how much you got. You better be thankful. Number two. Do unto others. I can't stress this enough. That I go back and forth with which one I want to say first. But please treat people the way you want to be treated, man. Like, it's very important. I can't stress enough. You think I'm the only one that's doing this shit. Well, so what? You might be the only one on that street or on that neighbor in that neighborhood in that city. But you gotta fucking treat people the way you want to be treated, man. That's the only way. Shit, go improve. Number three, fucking use the serenity prayer. Don't forget it. Like, it's a very, very crucial thing. Like, stress reliever and, like, bullshit destroyer and all that shit. Separator of nonsense. Um, number four, don't take shit personal from motherfuckers in the streets. People at their job. People at your job. You don't know these motherfuckers like that. You probably don't even know their last names good. Or they... What the people that they at home call them. Like, you don't know these people. Just don't take it personal. Um, number five. Uh, number four. I don't know. Whichever number we on. Fucking do the fuck what you have to do without worrying about what other people think you supposed to be doing or even think about you in general fuck what a motherfucking thing that's paraphrased from steve jobs and finally number five get high man 
smoke some, smoke a little blunt, so many of them that you're so high that you can barely finish the podcast and you got to take breaks and walk around and drink tea and eat cereal, do all kinds of shit to finish the podcast. But then you get high, you get high, you get high, you smoke, you stay above the bullshit. I used to tell people, you know, I sing in the song to smoke by yourself, but I guess we didn't came a little bit past that. You can pass them now if you want to. It's cool again. I say just make sure you pass them to loved ones. And um, other than that, man, shit, be safe, be careful, go Cavs, Browns. I see you making moves. We out. <laughs>